Hello guys, this is me, Ishitna, and today I'm back with another episode of Fantastic Mr. Fox Ronald, by Ronald Alfred by me. So let's get started. Chapter 3. The Shooting Well, my darling, said Mr. Fox, what shall it be tonight? I think we'll have duck tonight, says Mrs. Fox. Bring us two fat ducks, if you please. One for you and me, and one for the children. Ducks it shall be, said Mr. Fox, bounce best. Now do be careful, said Mrs. Fox. My darling, said Mr. Fox, I can smell those goons a mile away. I can even smell from their other bogus gives off a flifty stink of rotten chicken sinks. Bounce reeks of goose livers. And as for beans, the fumes of apple cider hang around him like poisonous gases. Yes, but Joe's going to get careless, said Mrs. Fox. You know, they'll be waiting for you, all three of them. Don't you worry about me, said Mr. Fox. We'll see you later. But Mr. Fox would not have been quite so crooky had he known exactly exactly where the three farmers were waiting at that moment. They were just outside the entrance to the hole, each one crouching behind a tree with his gun loaded. And what is more, they had chosen their positions very carefully, making sure the wind has not blowing from them towards the fox hole. In fact, it was blowing in the opposite direction. There was no chance of them being smelled out. Mr. Fox crept the dark tunnel to the mouth of his hole. He poked his long, handsome face out into the night air and sniffed once. He moved an inch or two forward and stopped. He sniffed again. He was always specially careful when coming out of his hole. He inched forward a little more. The front half of his body was all open and now. His black nose twitched from side to side, sniffing and sniffing from the scent of danger. He found none. And he was just about to go trotting forward into the wood when he heard or thought he heard a tiny voice. A soft rustling sound as though someone had moved a foot ever so gently through the patch of dry leaves. Mr. Fox flattened his body against the ground and lay very still. His ears pricked. He waited a long time, but he heard nothing more. It must have been a field mouse, he told himself, or some other small animal. He crept a little further out of the hole, then further still. He was almost right out in the open now. He took a last careful look around. The wood was murky and very still. Somewhere in the sky, the moon was shining. Just then, his sharp night eyes caught a glint of something bright behind a tree not far away. It was a small silver peck of moonlight shining on a polished surface. Mr. Fox lay still, watching it. What on the earth was it? Now it was moving. It was coming up and up. Great heavens! It was a barrel of gun. Quick as a whip, 
Mr. Fox jumped back into his hole and at the same time, instant the entire world seemed to explode around him. Bang, 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 bang. The smoke from the three crumbs floated upward in the night air. Bogey's bouncing beam came out from behind the trees and walked towards the hole. Did we get him? said Beam. None of them shone a flashlight in the hole, and there was on the crown, in a circle of light, half and half out of the hole, lay the poor, tattered, blood-stained remains of a fox tail. Bean picked it up. We got the tail, but we missed the fox, he said, tossing the thing away. Dang and blast, said Bogust. We shot too late. We should have let fly the moment he poked his head out. We won't be poking it out again in a hurry, Bounce said. Bean pulled a flask from his pocket and took a swig of shider. He then said, It'll take three days at least before he gets hungry enough to come out again. I'm not sitting here, here waiting for that. Let's dig him out. Ah, oh, said Bogus. Now you are taking sense. We can dig him out in a couple of hours. We know he's there. I reckon there's a whole family of them down that hole, Bounce said. Then we'll have the lot, said Bean. Get the souls.